Hello and you're very welcome to Mind Your Own Business, the new podcast from the Meath Chronicle looking at all things business and enterprise in County Meath. Each week we speak to a guest from big business, SMEs and local entrepreneurs making a name for themselves in the Royal County and beyond. My name is Gavin Beckton, editor with the Meath Chronicle and you can get in touch with the show with news at meathchronicle.ie. We'd love to hear from you. My guests this week are Don and Maureen Baker. Don, of course, something of a national treasure at this stage, well-known guitarist, harmonica player and actor. In 2016, just a year after they were married, Don and Financial Controller Maureen opened a new chapter in their lives when they sealed the deal on the purchase of Brogan's Bar and Guest House in the High Street Trim, one of the oldest and best-known hostelries in the town, which had been run as a bar and restaurant for a number of years. In 2016, when speaking to the Chronicle, Don said, Maureen is the brains behind the project. I'm just a dumb musician doing what I can. Two and a half years on, I'd say you've become a lot more than that. Uh, but we'll start with the brains uh, uh, of the operations force. Maureen, tell us about Brogan's. Uh, Brogan's was closed for nearly three years or three and a half years. Um, always had a special place in my heart because it was the first place we ever visited. Um, it was just after my mum had passed away. We moved to Trim. And the first night, I was feeling really sad. I arrived down to Brogan's and our local musician, Jerry Tully, was playing. It was around Christmas. And... Um, I sat down, the atmosphere was absolutely electric, everybody was singing along to the music. I just looked around and I said, oh my God, I'm home. So I felt really, really at home, so I held a very special place in my heart. Um, I've been in the hotel business a long time. I was involved with the Ashburn House, Stratham Court Hotel, the Clifton Court Hotel, and various other premises through, through um, my job as financial controller. So I had a good knowledge, and when the opportunity came up, it's something I just kind of looked at and pondered it was a year or two I was in, in cahoots with the previous older owner Adrian and um, he had to step out and I literally went forward with, with Don the two of us said so the deal closed in November and I kind of looked and said what did I just do but you know onwards and upwards it's just good you know so you, you're you're in the hotel business previously so you're obviously aware maybe that the, the workload you were taking on with the bar absolutely, and guest house absolutely yeah well you can't preempt I mean you go with your heart first off you, you go in and you say I want this I want this I want this you know so you actually go in with your heart and then you know, afterwards, that's when, when everything starts to, to roll around. You know, some things are good. Staffing-wise, it's really, really hard. Um, you have some good, you have some not so good, and it's to kind of weed it out. It's to build a strong team. It's to get everybody to gel together. And for them to love it as much as you do, which I believe we have. Um, everybody gives their heart and soul into the place. Everybody genuinely loves it. And um, that's kind of the key. If you've got great mm. staff and a great team, and they're willing to work with you. Well, that's how it's going to work for you, you know. And when when you came to, as you say, in in November, sealing the deal on the was it that perfect partnership? You with the business background and the commercial background and the in the accommodation and hospitality industry, and then of course Don with the uh, entertainment experience, and I'm I'm sure a treasured little black book of contacts. It did, it did seem like the per perfect opportunity. Absolutely, I mean, God, but Don's contacts it's amazing, and then Don's um ability to know the acts basically he got Baker's Loft ready and we lots of rows on that one didn't we Don <laughs> and um, like he knew the acoustics uh, he set up this superb PA he'd probably be able to tell you more about that but um, and then all his contacts within the business so we just set up this amazing venue any musician who's ever played there 
things is absolutely fantastic yeah. and um, it is I've been there the atmosphere is electric um, the audience just you know if it's a great venue well then the musician is going to love it mm. and equally then the audience are going to love it so we've had some some superb gigs there and Don, you you've you were obviously involved in the in the, the renovations and, and you've two you've different spaces within Brogan's now for different sort of acts and different experiences. What what was it was there much work involved in the renovation side of things? Oh, there's a lot of work. We put a whole new floor in. If you are familiar with the old Brogan's, it was it was like a futuristic style, it was designed that way. And uh, it, it was like a hole in the ceiling. Uh, you could look down from the restaurant into the bar. But it didn't land for music because even if you did play music upstairs, you'd hear it downstairs. And if you played music downstairs, you'd hear it upstairs. So we, you know, we put our thinking caps on and we filled in a whole new floor. So basically, basically made, made Baker's Loft one big, huge, obviously square, almost square room. And uh, we put in a, a fine big stage. And uh, I put in a 6K PA system. PA system is public address. Mm. It's uh, where the sound comes through. And then we got a, uh, we got Michael from Navin to do the, the lights for us, Michael McGoldrick, and uh, he put the fantastic light system in for us. And uh, there's a guy called uh, Lee Boyle, he's a sound technician. I got him in for advice on where to play speakers and you know monitors and you know everything to do with sound. He recommended we get a, a digital desk rather than a monologue desk. Mm. So uh, we purchased it, uh, they're very expensive, we purchased a, di a digital desk. So the sound is, uh, is, is top of the range. And uh, we have a grand piano on stage as well for anyone who wants to use it. And Paul Brady came down, he's one of the first guys to play in Brogan's and he used the piano. And um, Eleanor McAvoy came down, she used the piano. Uh, there's probably been a few others. Uh, so we started running the venue, uh, it was opened by my great friend uh, Finbar Fury and so mostly friends I got down for so I got Finbar down Finbar's played twice now hasn't he Maureen and we actually have a um, we have a room 16 we, we've 17 rooms in the hotel and uh, room 16 we call it uh, after Finbar Sweet 16 oh very good you know so we're going to do a thing where we're going to get him down uh, to open his room like his Sweet 16 and have him do a concert on the same night probably later on this year. His brothers are coming to play in Brogan's on the 30th of uh, October. So the Fury brothers will be there. And, uh, you know, we've had, we've had uh, I can't think of all the acts we've had so far, but, uh, but it's, been, it's been great. And uh, for me, as a musician, uh, it's great that Francis Black came down. I'm great friends with Francis, and she's done a fantastic concert. Uh, I forget, who else do we have morning? We have music downstairs every other Oh, and we have music downstairs as well. But I don't look at Wayne, Wayne, uh, Wayne Logan is our manager, and he looks after the, 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 the entertainment downstairs. So we, we have music in the bar, and we have music in uh, O'Reilly's Lounge as well. So there's like three venues in the one. Um, my son Don Elliott played there last night in the bar. I think it's a great crowd. People love him, he's a fantastic singer. I don't know where he got that from, <laughs> and uh, and in the lounge, we, we, I think this week we have uh, Sapphire, and there's always like Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday night you'll have a band. You, know, you have you just... tonight, you film. Oh, okay, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You and Rob are playing. <laughs> yeah, well we're we're on tour at the moment. We're having Rob all around the country, and uh, my head is a bit melted now from it. We're up in Donegal on Saturday, 
and yeah, but we'll be we'll be there tonight, myself and Rob Strong, and and that's gone fantastic, and uh, yeah, it's great. Just in this is in this privileged position, Gavin, whereby like I've been a musician uh, and on the road for fifty years, and needless to say, I've got to know a hell of a lot of musicians and like the album before the last album. Uh, it's called My Songs My Friends and I've had people on it like Sinead O'Connor and as I mentioned Finbar Fury and Rob of course and uh, Liam O'Wainley, uh, Eleanor McAvoy, uh, John Spillane, I forget who else is on that album, uh, Brian Kennedy. So these are all people that I know that I, I get to come down to Brogan's and, and the great thing about it is like we charge 20 euros in mostly and uh, if you go to see these people, I'll give you a, 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 a for instance, if you like, there was a guy, um, he bought tickets to go and see Finbar Fury just, just after we opened Brogan's. And I think the tickets were 40 euros each for himself and his girlfriend and uh, and his brother and, and his girlfriend. And so the tickets were like uh, 160 euros. And then they had to get accommodation and he'd overnight parking. So they did a bill of around like 250, 300 euros and of course a few drinks as well. You're probably looking at 400 euros at least. And uh, after he purchased the tickets, he's driving by Brogan's and he sees a poster and doing the Finbar Fury, 20 euros. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah If yeah. they had to just wait, they'd have saved themselves. So most of the gigs, like Christy, we only charge 20 euros in. And the venue was lovely, it's, uh, it's nice and comfortable. The seating is, seating is fantastic. Uh, the service is great. Uh, and uh, it's it's just just an idea. When I was when I put this this big PA system in, and when I was putting in, people were saying that's too big for this room. They didn't understand I wanted quality sound. Yes. They think oh it's going to be very loud, you know. And, and of course I'm trying my eyes to heaven saying they don't have a clue. Like they really and the, there was painters there at the time and carpenters and electricians. Said my God, you're putting this this equipment. This is too big, you know. They just didn't get it, you yeah, know. Yeah, we have to understand. Don is deaf, so we. Sorry, <laughs> Don is deaf, so basically we're all looking at these speakers, and we're going to be blown to the high end of the wall. So, and, but the, you know, you, look, we've all watched Room to Improve. You know what you want. You you can see it in your mind's eye what way you want the place. Did it run smoothly? Was it was it a tough year with the renovations? Uh, well, how was that going? And and then obviously trying to run the business yeah, as well at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Very, very yeah. tough. Yeah. Um. Because basically, if you look at a building that's closed three and a half years, we initially put, you know, the, the big works, which was to close um, close in the ceiling. And then we had major works like electricity, um, mechanical and electrical, basically. We had to make sure that everything was compliant and was up to date. And we had to get a revised fire certificate and stuff. So all of that was was big stuff for us. And then we had a few curveballs, as you say, you know, your ducting system didn't work everything that we needed to do was foreground foreground foreground, foreground. <laughs> yeah. I said well, I got Fizzle. you 100 euros but no it wasn't it was big big money and um, you know when, you, when you're struggling to get going get it's going. tough you know but yeah. um, and we got through it you know you know, you just have to be careful what you're and as a, that's that's obviously where you know as a team where you have to lean on each other and kind of keep pushing each other along and yeah, well, supporting honestly, like, each other we were yeah. probably looking for the, the if you like the ideal manager, and we have, we have that now. Mm. Wayne Logan is a he's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. a work person. He's a lovely man as well. He's well experienced. He's and well experienced. Yeah. And then the, the guy that overseen the holding for is Derek. Oh, Derek Walsh. Yeah. Derek Walsh is. Uh, I have to just give I him credit with here. Derek, Derek yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. And Derek, he's, Derek's very tough. Derek, come in. This has to go. That has to go. 
It's known as the Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah, you know. Which you probably need. You exactly. need you know, to get things done, you need to get... Well, I rely on his, his brain as well because he's been in the business for so many years. He's done everything from nightclubs. He was known as Mr. Bubbles way mm. back in the year. Um, um, he ran Peaker's nightclub, The Ambassador. He also ran the Ashburn for a number of years. So he's come in basically as a friend to both of us. He's and been great, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of pointed out where we're going wrong. He's helped us along the way and um, he's still in touch. He keeps he keeps in there, you know, and he keeps us above board basically, you know, with anything. Yeah. And um, it's through him we found Wayne, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good. And of course you were you were recent winners. It's, 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 been, it's been a bit of a weird when You were recent winners at the Made Business Awards and it was quite evident that night you just had a full table. This yeah. is a great, the whole team were brought over. I don't know whether yeah. Brogan's was open that night or not. But that's that obviously reflected very well on, very, on, on the sort of team that you've built there. Yeah. You, you've, yeah. you've obviously got a very good staff and a good crew with you. Yeah, one of the barmaids I saw emotional, he was crying, wasn't he? Yeah, Sean. Sean is Sean's <laughs> gone to England. I'm just saying that, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we really, really... Um, we get on. We really appreciate the staff, and they know we appreciate yeah, it. Deborah is great, isn't she? Deborah is fabulous. Deborah's absolutely. a lovely girl, and uh, she's fantastic. But everybody, everybody is it. Deborah eats, yeah. drinks, and sleeps the place. Now yeah. she absolutely oh, she's, she's does. She's great. Yeah. She's absolutely brilliant. We've got Daniel. He's there from the start as well. We've got Sarsha. Yeah. With little Sinead. Um, she's a waitress, but she's a great Irish dancer. So, she oftentimes she's she's jumped. thrown into the mix. She is. Yeah. She's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big time, and um, Kane, he's our little cocktail maker, isn't he? Yeah, and got Danny, Michelle. Danny as well. Daniel, yeah. Danny's great. And and Don, when you, when you in twenty sixteen, when you were chatting to us in around the open of the bar, you were saying that it was going to be great because you were going to have your own place to play. Yeah, yeah. And has, yeah. It, has it worked out like that? Because yeah, you were talking to yeah. me off, off mic and you were saying that you're you're having to head up to Donegal. It's great. Like, yeah, no, it's great. We, I play every Wednesday with my son Glenn. Yeah. And uh, that's afforded me opportunity. To, uh, because we're both musicians and both on the road, we wouldn't see that much other, of each other. But now that we play together on Wednesday, it's uh, a whole social aspect to it. Like you get to see him and sit down and have coffee with him, have a chat, find how the grand how, how the grandkids are, and you know it's great to stay in touch with him and, and play play music on stage with him. He's a harmonica player as well and singer, and uh, we bounce the off. The two of other. them, yeah, the two of them bounce off each other with harmonicas they have a kind of a standoff if you like yeah that's really good yeah it's really so, good so yeah and then uh, Don Elliott my other son plays on Thursday everything and uh, yeah. now Sunday afternoon we have Jerry Tully he's a local and he's an incredible uh, singer mm. and guitar player and uh, he was the first one we actually seen when we moved to Trim and we so, went down yeah. for a drink to Brogan's and uh, impressed with him from day one but he, he goes from strength to strength very professional, and uh, and he's a lovely man to boot. Uh, but he he'd pack the place every Sunday. The mm. place is mobbed to see Jerry, and so he's a real asset, and uh, a fantastic songwriter as well. You know, plays banjo and mandolin, guitar, he's playing harmonica as well now, mm. and uh, and a fantastic singer. So we're very lucky to have uh, have Jerry there. We have a good listening crowd, so the crowd really does appreciate music. Yes. And you could walk by on a Sunday afternoon with the doors open and you could hear the whole bar singing. So they kind of sing along with them and, and that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And, and t tell me about your crowd and, and, and your, your clientele and, and trim. I mean, it, it, are you, do you have very much a, a regular crowd or do you get a lot of visitors just coming down to see the venue, to see Don, yourself? 
the, the um, band? Obviously, we've a regular, we've a regular crowd. Um, we're affiliated with the Trim Drama Society and the Drama, or the Music Society. Mm. So basically, that was their home before it closed. And one of my great pleasures was to open it up and say, "Hey, it's back, come on!" So they're all delighted. Um, we've hosted about seven plays for the Drama Society. So we, you know, they told their AGMs and various meetings they have and. The rehearsals for the show so um and as far as i'm aware they there's contracts have been exchanged on the new trim tra- trim theater do you know what so since i've moved down there which is 14 years they've been trying to remember yeah. danny do you remember danny o'brien yeah, yeah and he literally was p- petitioning all the time and um at one stage they had they had got good news but then the recession hit and it was put on the back burner but just recently i've heard um in the last week that they've got contracts for an architecture or Architect win, yes, and do plans. So I'm delighted for them. It's really, a, it's, yeah. it's a really win, talented. Right? And Trim is such talent, and yeah. you know it's, it's just great to have a place for them There's going some forward. Great, great yeah. actors, yeah. and yeah. and how have you how have you been received when when you were planning to open Brogans and all that within the the business community in Trim? Have has it been supportive? You know, have have. Hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. really, really good, People great support. People, People were delighted it was reopening. As you say, mm. it was a, a treasure of trim, and um, the Brogan family in particular. I think the first day when I went in, it was chaos. You know, just mm. everything was closed down. The garden was overgrown, and I saw this man standing there, and I, I just went, "God, are you okay?" And he goes, "Who are you?" And I said, oh, "I'm the new owner." And he goes, "Well." I was born here, he said, and it was one wow. of Mr. Brogan. So um, I said, oh, my God, and I got him, brought him into the bar, and I said, tell me a bit about the place. So I wanted to get a feel from his time. So he told me all about it, and he told me they had a snug, and it was called the Kiltalki Bus, and um, he told me that the walls could tell stories and that they had a room and house. And at the time, people, you know, solicitors or teachers, whoever, they used to come in and they used to stay, and... They had lots and lots of stories. So he, I said, you know what, you're welcome. Anytime, come in. So he did, and he used to come in and give me bits of tidbits every day. And um, and um, then his sisters came down, and they gave me all kinds of stuff that was in the pub before, because when they sold it, um, obviously they took their stuff out. So I got the big um, mirror from that was there all along, um, that was over the fireplace. So they gave that, that back to me. They also gave me lots of pictures, and I got them reframed and put up around the bar. Um, and then pictures of what it was like before. So I loved the idea of the snook, and we put the snook into it. So mm-hmm. when he came in, he started crying. He said, you have it back. You know? it, was, it, was, it was a lovely way for this yeah. history to live on. Absolutely, so, yeah. Am I right in saying there was never, it was never on the cards to change the name to, to Baker's, no. which oh, would seem like the obvious thing no. to do? No. No. No, so absolutely it was, it was to maintain that Brogan's little bit. Is broken, so oh, you can't change it. part of trim, and yeah. Yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. In in terms of the <laughs> entertainment, you're, you're you're flying. You have some fantastic names and Finbar and Andy yeah. Irvine coming up, and, and so many great names. Christy, of course, is down. Um, the accommodation side, yes. And we're seeing things moving. You know, please God, everybody's everybody's uh, starting to see a little bit of a lift as things go yeah, on. Have you no- have you noticed that with the with the accommodation side? Definitely, it has. Um, Especially in the last two months, you know, it's quiet during the winter time. That's obvious, and we would do various deals like pigsback.com and and things like that. But we have a lot of repeat customers. If they come down, they stay, 
have the crack. Mm. Um, we do have live music, so <laughs> that can go against us for somebody who just wants to come in and go to bed <laughs> early. Like if you want yeah. to have a bit of crack, especially on weekends. Um, during the week, not so much, um, but certainly on weekends. But we have a lot. We get um, an overflow from the weddings. Um, we get people that would come in the day after a wedding, have a good time, and then suddenly they appear back up and say, we were down at a wedding and we came in and we really liked it. Um, we have a great beer garden, so yeah. it's uh, it's really nice. And um, they all like sitting out and it just catches the sun and it's not covered in. And is it is it... A time, very time-consuming part of the business, the the accommodation side, or is it does is it start to run itself now at this stage? Or well, we have two people. We've got Mo and Michelle, and they kind of look after the accommodation. So they would they would look. We've got various ideas, various packages. We're trying to build a website against it. Um, we're currently doing our bedrooms up slowly as well. We would have had a, a kind of basic, so we're getting. Um, of course, when we opened, we got all new beds and things like that, and and we got our linen in, but. We're starting to pimp it up a little bit, you know, getting all our headboards and bases done and um, just making it nice, really. But accommodation is scarce and trim. We would find certainly on weekends mm. it's nearly impossible to get a room. And and people come in and they kind of beg him. We're like, we don't have it. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, but it, it is that yeah. it is that authentic Irish experience in terms of you've yeah. got your, your, your bed and board and the live entertainment in the bar downstairs. So it, yeah. it really is an attractive proposition for, for visitors to trim anyway, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah Put yeah. it this way, if I was going away for a weekend, I'd love to go to somewhere like Brogan's. Yeah, and that's yeah. not because I own it, it just has everything. I because mean, the food is absolutely fantastic. Um, we have a gastro bar, O'Reilly's Gastro Bar, mm. and um, we had a chef, Lee Trevor. Mm. He came in and he basically consulted and he got the whole thing off the ground for us and it's gone from strength to and strength. That, that's only happened in the last six to eight months would I be right in saying right, that yeah. Yeah. so, so you've yeah. you yeah. come in you've completely renovated yeah then you've you've upped the ante then with the accommodation and then you did a a, a, a bit of a change around on the the food front so yeah it has been non-stop for the last Absolutely. two and a half years really hasn't yeah. it yeah. yeah has it has it taken a toll in any way you just look great so which <laughs> <laughs> maybe it hides a multitude but I'm 21 look at me <laughs> <laughs> but does, does, does it running a business like that does do, it, it's hard work Absolutely, 100%. You have to be willing to actually give it your all. Mm. It's like your new baby. You know, you take your new baby home yeah. and you look after it. And that's pretty much it. Mm. You can't just say, oh, it's open, there's a manager, and walk away. Um, I'm in full-time work myself. I've cut down to four days a week as opposed to five. But my heart is in broken, so my boss isn't listening. Um, so every evening on the way home, I'll call in. I'll be there for at least two, three hours. And then Friday, I'm down on Saturday and Sunday. So it is. It's like you have a new baby. It's full and on. The other thing, yeah. just to mention, Gavin, is that we've plenty of parking as well in the area. A lot of people come down from Dublin. And when we say like that, we renovated. We, we, we tried to retain the old feel to the place. I think we were successful with that. Oh, yeah. We didn't really touch mm. stuff in the bar. The lounge was changed quite a bit with the new roof and everything. But the bar is the same, reception is the same. It's got an old-fashioned feel to it, and we wanted to keep that. And and, and it's, it's boutique, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. How so. do you do? You, do you switch off at all? Do you do you do you like to take some time away from from Rogans at all, or is it is it is yeah. it less like work? Well, the music end of it for me is uh, it wouldn't be all that time-consuming, being honest. Uh, sometimes it can be. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, I go down and check on ticket sales for up-and-coming artists uh, appearing in Brogan's and then uh, make sure posters up, that type of thing. 
and maybe check on equipment uh, uh, have sound engineers come in for for the, the various concerts and things like that and it, it's it's not all that time consuming really because mm. I need to practice uh, you know the guitar and the piano and stuff and uh, so I need time for that as well so when you're a songwriter or musician it's tw it's a 24 7 uh, job you know feel like a doctor or something mm. uh, and in terms of when you open that book and you ring up those those uh, contacts that we've spoken about before. What's what's that conversation go like? Uh, it, was that awkward the first few times when you were ringing people up? Saying, no. will, you, will you come down and play? No. Uh, yeah, I suppose like when I rang Finn, but you bought what? <laughs> you know. But he's he's Finn really pr he's yeah. really proud of me. Yeah. You know, he's like one of our own has a hotel. You know, like, it's not many musicians. It's pretty much that's the vibe that you get from everybody, really. Yeah, the same yeah. with Christy and Joe. It's kind of yeah. they know they're not going to be screwed by some big, you know. They know they're going yeah. to be looked yeah. after. See, normally, normally, Gavin, yeah. you, you would have to go through an agency or through a manager. Of course. But I can, I can read them direct. I talk to them direct. I have their numbers. Cut straight through. You know. So how's yeah. it going, Christy? Listen, um, they've great. Respect what are you doing for them in August too. or whatever? Like, yeah, you know, over the years, I mean. Um, I had breakfast with Johnny Logan there not so long ago. I'm in touch with Johnny all the time. And, uh, you know, Sean is his real name. And uh, I'm trying to get him down to Brogan's, but he's, it's not Brogan's. He just he has a thing about playing in this country. I don't know why that is with him. That's but, right, yeah. But it's I, a, I keep, like, all people keep asking me, can you not get uh, Johnny Logan down on there? You know, I, I ask him, but um, he said he'd do a benefit. He would He would do a benefit. There was a benefit thing going, so I think he's going to do something for it. Uh, the children's hospital, Cormorant's Children's Hospital. That might be on the cards. Uh, but a lot of people would really, really like to see him, you know. Is there is there anybody else that you want to bring in that we haven't seen yet? or? Uh, well, it's ongoing. Like, I've just signed a deal now with management in Dublin, uh, myself and Rob Strong. We started this tour, and uh, we, we've about three gigs left on this tour. There were about uh, 25 concerts. So, we've, as I said, we're in Donegal on Saturday. We've done about 22 of them. They were all... Most of them were sold out, so needless to say, the big boys in Dublin were keeping an eye on that. And then we've been approached. They asked us to play Vicker Street, and as luck would have it, Rob was pre-booked in Switzerland uh, from about a year ago, so he couldn't get out of that contract, so he had to go to Switzerland, so he couldn't play Vicker Street. So then they come back and said, look, will you do the Olympia? So we're going to play the Olympia. Now, the, the Olympia will be the start of another tour. We're, we're going to break now in hmm. uh, the next couple of weeks and that'll be it. We're going to go in and record a new album and then we start back on the 6th of October, Saturday the 6th of October in the Olympia Theatre in Dublin and then we're going to go all around the country but this time they're putting us in much bigger venues like six, seven hundred seaters around the country and it's, it's you know, uh, this was actually my plan all along and uh, to go out and play like Two, three hundred seaters around the country, and then to progress and uh, and I put more bulbs on seats basically, and and that, and that's what ha that's what's happened. So uh, there's a whole machine behind there, you know, a publicity thing, and uh, it's going to be quite tough for a while. Uh, I've been through this before, um, it happened to me before, and you know, you spend your life in and out of a uh, hotel hotel uh, uh, lobbies, meeting journalists and. Um, doing radio interviews on TV, TV stuff, and newspapers, all that type of thing, and uh, so that that's where it's gone, and that's 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 going to be my life now for the next year or so. So, mm. but busy is good. Busy is good, yeah, and uh, 
Look, there's no doubt about it. For me, the joy is, is in writing songs and being creative, yeah. you know, and, and then presenting them songs to people. And it's great when people shout up for the song that, 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 that you've written. I love that, you know. And is there is there is there any? Uh, th there's no chance of a of a Brogan's part two or anything like that expansion or a Brogan's franchise popping up anywhere else in the country. Is one enough? Oh, don't go there, guys. <laughs> no, it's the only place I would have ever gone yeah. for, to be honest with yeah. you. And yeah. it's not something I'm not that ambitious. It held a place in my heart. I took that. And me as well. Yeah, and it's not. Um, it's not something I was actively looking for. It it just kind of came about, and I wouldn't say. But. We've we've plaques there as well for people people who were drinking. A great friend of mine, uh, Colin Boyd, who was a policeman. He was stationed in the Fitzgibbon Street Guard Station, and he, before I bought Brogan's when we'd go in there, he'd be there. And a lovely character. He got cancer, and uh, he passed away only last. It was last year, wasn't it? Two years ago. It was two years yeah. ago. Time flies. And uh, his, wa his wife, Sue, Sue, still comes in, you know, Sue's and Sue comes two in. two little children and we have a little chairs. thing saying Colm's chair and they want to come in and sit on Daddy's chair, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then we have a little plaque for Danny who used to drink there. Danny well. O'Brien, yeah, he used to always get up with Jerry Tully. And Fiacre Tully. also, Fiacre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it, it's, it's It's true, or fair to say, so that yeah. Brogan's was very much a calling. Yeah. Something called you to Brogan's. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. That's the way a lot of people get started in business, I suppose. There's something there called them to get started. What advice would you give to, to anybody that, that is looking to start their own business, open their own place, or is it just go for it? It's determination. It's go for it. Um, don't give up. I would say follow your dreams. and Such then, a good feeling. Absolutely. And then just you're going to hit obstacles, but just see them as a tool to improve. That's my motto. That's how I do it. And, you know... When you get something, you say, oh, my God, you're ready to throw the towel in. You say, no, OK, what will we do? We'll do this and we'll get over it. And then it'll come better, you know, and, and that's what I find mm -hmm. um, I've done in the last year and a half. And it's it's worked and I kind of stick to that. And we have the morning. Mine is an amazing woman. She's, she's an exception to the rule. She really is. Um, she's just full of get up and go. And um, she's a very spiritual woman and uh, she follows her dream. And she believes in God, she believes in the higher power, she believes she's been guided. And uh, it's one of the great things about us, well, I love her. What a lovely way to end that, that's uh, fantastic. It's been a real pleasure talking to Don and Maureen Baker. Thanks very much for coming in, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So that's it from Mind Your Own Business for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it and don't be afraid to share or retweet us. For more on today's guests, please check out this week's Mead Chronicle business page. And remember, if you'd like to feature in our Mind Your Own Business podcast, please drop me a line at news at meadchronicle.ie. We'll talk to you next week, folks. Mm -hmm.